were listening to episode 5 of Foreign Takes. On this episode, we have fashion bloggers and social media influencers, Hosey and Lou, join us today to talk about how to stay relevant during COVID-19 as a creative or professional in general. Enjoy. Now, <laughs> wow. So what's going on, y'all? We're at uh, the, this is the fifth episode, right? Yo, we made it to episode five. Episode five of Quarantakes. That's pretty fun, right? We're having a good time. Yeah. Y'all are wearing hats. I'm going to wear hats. What? Yeah, tat it up. Tat it up. Yeah. Um, don't kill me. I got, a, I got a long bill, you know? We have, like, someone new on the squad, BLM Barbecue, a.k.a. Yo, where is he? Yo, I can't hear you. Barbecue. Elias. <laughs> is he? Okay. He will... Technical difficulties. <laughs> Technical I think difficulties. he'll come when he's ready. He'll come when he's ready. I don't know. That, you know. All right. I'll be good. Yo, that, no, here we go. Shoot. This guy. Oh, he had to get his whole... Yo, I had to wait. Get up. the polo fleece on. Get the wait polo up. fleece. No, you gotta let... Yo. Hey, 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 hey. 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 Yo, yo, I don't want to hear eight. Yo, come back hey. from the mic, nigga. Hey. Come back from the no, mic. No, 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 no. Not when I'm getting on the mic talking about my polo shit. I'm going to rock my polo shit all day, nigga. Damn. Okay, well, that's Elias. That's good, guys. Oh, God. <laughs> every time, every time I, I, I see this nigga or I join a call, whatever, the first thing I hear is, I hate this nigga. God damn. <laughs> please, please, please. Uh, tell us, tell us uh, what does your name stand, stand Elias, for there. Elias, who are you? Can, you? can you, like, invite us into who you are, please? My apologies for the yeah. uh, profanity. Uh, yeah. Where should I begin? <laughs> who are you, Elias? Uh, my name is Elias Suku. Many people pronounce it uh, Elias um, for ease. I am a graphic designer, born and raised in Toronto, Windsor, Ontario, Canada, yeah. and uh, 30 years Boom. old, living the uh, designer life. Boom. Boom. Designer. Sorry, I don't know. I no. <laughs> no? No. Should I have not done that? No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> 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 um, so on this episode, we're going to have Hosey and Lawange pull up. I feel like, Hosey, I feel like I'm saying her name right. If I say it wrong, she's going to come for my whole life. <laughs> You're you know, let's you. make sure I'm doing that correct. But they are two, like, dope-ass black women. It's going to be so cool to have them on. And we're going to be talking about... Um, how creatives, workers, entrepreneurs stay relevant during COVID-19. So that's going to be a cool thing to dive into. I think we tried to talk about that last week, but last week was kind of just us like catching up. talking. Oh, about it was a big catch up. Yeah, that was, was really good. And I felt that was like, ah, oh, I, I, I kind of loved last week episode. That was dope. It was good. Man. Yeah, um, we're here. Elias. Um, yeah. Let's get your take on that. Like, you're 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 a creative you're a designer um how are you staying relevant during COVID-19 or how are you thinking about relevant oh well I mean currently I'm I'm actually extremely lucky because I work with as a media designer so I'm I'm actually able to work from home now albeit it's a reduced pay you guys can hear me clearly yeah we got you okay cool um yeah it I'll be it, like I said, it's it's reduced pay, but um, I'm extremely lucky for for the position position I'm in. Uh, not a lot of people can say that they can work from home, especially during this time of need. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have my issues um, with that outside of you know not able to do certain things, just due to the limitations of like remotely accessing my computer, my work office, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but as a freelancer, it's it's harder because money is involved, right? It's not like a big corporation. It's not like uh, someone has a large budget, large enough where they can freely say, "Yeah, I can, I can, uh, you know, get these assets from you now," uh, mm-hmm. and then we continue with like further, you know, further planning, you know, new projects, um, 
and it, it's tough. It's tough. I've already had to uh, speak with one one client out in New York City. Uh, I've worked with them for about five years now, and uh, they do annual events in New York City. So they're they're quite large. We reached two thousand people last year, uh, thankfully. Uh, but uh, yeah, we we couldn't plan anything because you know the current situation in New York City. Uh, and I have a lot of friends there. So there are many times where I'm just thinking about them, hoping that they're good, checking up on them and such from time to time. Um, I actually know someone in uh, the community that I take a part of. For those that don't know, I used to travel competitively for Street Fighter. It was like a hobby turned into like a competitive uh, hobby into like, you know what, I can make money off this. And I have, um, but I met a lot of people networked it through that hobby right uh, in the states people from japan people from europe um and yeah like i know people now who are directly affected by covid in fact someone was considered an og in new york city passed away not a month ago and see my friends take it hard is it's really tough because like now you and i, I don't mean to go on this but like oh, now okay. you see a lot of people make jokes about certain things it's like there's only so much you can joke about before it hits you and then you'll see the effects that you see on television hit you and it's a shitty feeling i wouldn't wish that on anybody i can't really joke around about it you know so after seeing them suffer like that i'm like yeah this you can't make a meme out of this you can't protest this you can't do anything like you just you have to be you know you have to think of perseverance first and foremost right so seeing seeing that how how closely knit that crew is in New York City and seeing how they mourned, it shows that, yeah, like, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things that need to be done for the better um, in that, in that regard. Um, but in terms of like the freelance aspect, and I do apologize for going on a rant. Um, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. I don't blame anyone not being able to do anything right now. So only because I'm in an extremely lucky position, am I able to continue doing what I can. So there is that. Um, outside of that, uh, I think the only other thing I've noticed is that if you've had any ongoing projects, like again, I had to stop with them for, for now currently with the clients out in New York. Uh, I have clients here in Ontario who used to work at my company. Uh, they, they haven't got back to me in weeks and I've been planning things for them as well. Um, yeah, it's everything slowed down, everything stopped. If you don't have the budget for it, you can't afford it. You're gonna have to hold on to it, and it's just hitting every businesses. I mean, I, I looked at some of the numbers, and apparently, like, according to economists, this is probably the worst fall of the market ever, um, which is crazy because then you see how how people respond. Look at uh, Disney, for example, hundred thousand people laid off, but the shareholders got millions of dollars in bailout money. So it's, crazy. It, it's hard. It's hard. Even as a freelancer, when you see that stuff, it's hard to go to someone and say, "Hey." So about that project, right? I can't, yeah. I can't do that. I can't do that. Like, yeah. I have to be patient and I just have to respect everyone's time. So again, I'm extremely lucky. So that's why I'm here. I feel you, man, man. I'm sorry to hear about your friend. That's wild. That's just like first and foremost. Yeah. Part. Yeah. And it's, he's like, not the, it's not, he's not the only one. It's like, there's yeah, many man. other people that I've seen get affected. Like, actually, I know someone, actually, I'm a friend with this person who's from New York. He's yeah. very well known. Uh, he actually got it, but he he uh, recovered. Okay. Cool. Thankfully, thank God. He yeah. Recovered. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. But the other one is like a a friend of a friend. That right. person I know of, I don't know them, but yeah. they they were very influential in yeah. that scene. He was very integral in that scene, so it was unfortunate for his passing. Rest in peace, Blue Jay. It's like such serious times because like we are facing very uh, like grave realities around um, this infection around or like around this virus. I mean, right. what it can do to people and lives. And we're still trying to figure out how we could still keep our livelihoods and keep like bread and just keep our bread. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of. It's wild. Like I was on Forbes earlier today and then they're talking about six ways to, you know, keep relevant post COVID-19 and talking about like, keeping up with your boss and ensuring that like you are aggressive in the workplace and that you have to like fight for the even more so fight for the top spot even more so you know um 
but it's telling employers to be empathetic. So it's like this weird thing where it's like... It's really dumb. I actually got that. I got into a conversation with our bosses like that. We had a meeting where they were telling us that, okay, so here's the thing about our job. And this is the thing that pisses me off, which is the, yeah. the gripe I had earlier that I brought up. Yeah. So we're on reduced pay for, okay, the right. entire company, including the CEOs and the higher ups. Right. However, the weird thing is that anyone within that higher up in the hierarchy... Yeah. They lose up to sixty percent of their pro of their not profit of their um, of their wages, right? Just for right. the time being, temporarily. Anyone right. below a senior VP or plus, yeah. Yeah. they receive about forty percent. Okay, right. So you wait, see receive? This, hold up. No, no so, sorry, sorry. They they lose about forty percent. Not lose forty. Percent. They lose forty percent, okay. right? Perfect. Whereas the higher ups, they lose fifty five to sixty, etc. Right. Now the problem is, is that you just look at Ellis Jacob alone. Yeah. Bonuses alone, in between 2016 to 2019, he made $15 million. Bonuses alone. Why am I, why, not even just me, why is more than 60% taking a, a, re, a reduced pay? Can I ask you guys, how long, how long, how much money would you need to live 10 years without a job? How much money would you need? Given the current, not the current situation, but just given the idea of what quality of life is in either the U.S. or here, how much money would you need to live for just 10 years without a job, right? Now, if you can take, if you can get that number to me, right, in 10 years, and that number does not even break 2.5 million, you're taking the reduced pay. I'm not. That's how I feel. You know what I mean? Like, I can't yeah, believe. I that is a I can't yeah, believe, I can't believe this guy. And then what's crazy is that they have a meeting with us and they're telling us, and then I even asked, I even asked our VP from our, our department, right? Or Sunflix media side. Um, mm -hmm. I asked him, like, I, I understand that everyone's going through and stuff like that. He's trying, he's asking me how I feel because like he was checking up on all, all of us individually after we had this like, group meeting and yeah. he asked me how I feel. So I explained to him, it's like, I just, I, I just find it, you know, it's, it's kind of tough, blah, 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 whatever. And it's like, he's trying to sympathize with me as someone who's made six, six figures. And meanwhile, he is the fucking threshold and bureaucracy uh, that I have to deal with. Because no one else wouldn't want to take responsibility for projects that I try to take responsibility for. And then when I try to, it just doesn't go through. I wait two, three years after someone else tries to and it works for them. But then, then they start to see the bullshit I saw two, three years ago. And now they're in the position I'm in. So everyone's in the same position I'm in. We all don't understand why the fuck this shit's happening. Reduce pay? Are you kidding me? There's people who can't even go to work for I don't know how long. They have kids exactly. and shit. They got people who've been affected by COVID. You made $15 million in three goddamn years. Do you know how long that's going to take for a village to make if they had their own GDP shit? Like, that doesn't make any sense. They're not going to make 15 mil right off the bat. No one will. Three years is so fucking quick. Woo! Wow. So, you are striking the team. Oh yeah, <laughs> bro. I was, is, I was tired of the I, excuses. How do you guys? How do you? Let me ask you this: How do you ask someone? Reaction. How do you feel? How do you like? They were trying to be calm and stuff, but they, obviously they know that they they they're just coming up with bullshit at this point. How are you gonna mm. tell? How are you gonna try to empathize with us when you're making six figures and then you're gonna tell us that you know like everyone's getting a hit too? It's like no fuck out of here. I'm hearing people that can't even pay rent right now. I'm paying my rent. I've actually went and paid my rent. And like I'm hearing people going on one strike. Meanwhile, I'm like people like hardworking people like us. We get we get to suffer. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't make any sense. This whole shit's a fucking mess. This whole shit's a fucking mess. Anyway, that's how I feel about everything right now. Uh, that's Elias, y'all. So he came. So <laughs> <laughs> my bad, my bad, everyone. My, I did, honestly did not mean to take over. No, this, but like the more I, I talk about I it, the more I get pissed. Look, the more I get pissed. I just we knew like your introduction would be colorful. So we're happy you're. We're happy you're here. All right. <laughs> All right. We appreciate it. We appreciate it for sure. Let me tell you, damn, look, Hosey and Lou just jumped into like the, the waiting rooms about to let them in. But right. dude, you struck some points and like. I think we need to continue it when they come in. Yeah, no, I just no, want to get them in the room and then yeah. we'll go. Okay. Like the tangs. <laughs> like, wow. Yes, yes. Wait, they're connecting their audio. Yes, yes. Yes. Oh, man, Lua. Yes, big up, big up, big up. How are you guys doing? Hello. Hello. So, could you please introduce yourself? Let us know who you are and what. 
Okay. Hi, my name is Louange. Uh, I'm 23. I'm a student. I'm studying communication and digital media um, at Ontario Tech. <laughs> Your team. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And I'm Ozian. I'm an education coordinator. I just finished school. I have a bioscience degree. Congratulations. Big up, okay, big up, big up. Congrats. They're being modest. They're being modest. Big up. Yo, big up fashion bloggers up in the chat. Don't, don't. I am not too. Don't front. We're don't trying, front. Trying. You're doing your thing. They're really out here doing their damn thing. Nice. You know what I mean? It's really good. And they have dope opinions. Just having a conversation with them in the past has been great. So it's going to be cool to just talk to them about, like, you know, like, you know, their work and, like, their IG persona, but also just their opinion on just culture. So I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, it's going to be dope, dope, dope. So, yes, before you came in, Ellie, okay. so I'll like let you know who's here. Elias, what's popping, Wave or something, Aaron and Liban. You. I know these guys through dance or just through life and things like that. Um, we have Ken coming in later too. I feel, I feel like y'all met one time. Anyways, it doesn't matter, whatever. But <laughs> talking about um, how creatives, on how creatives, entrepreneurs, business owners stay relevant during COVID-19, Elias went into um, a really, really good rant about just a number of things. I want him to like reiterate his last point and then I want to get your take on it and then we'll keep talking. So Elias, can you- Yeah. All right, so I'll I'll make this uh, short and sweet. Essentially, um, many people are having issues with budget flow with the workplaces and the clients that they work with as freelancers and for them to come out the wet works and say, Hey, we're just going through it as much as you are. Meanwhile, you have CEOs making $15 million in three years. And then, you know, you're requesting people to take cuts, budget cuts, reduced pay, et cetera. It's just not there in my opinion. That's all. Yeah, for sure. I like base I do currently right now I'm doing like fashion blogging on Instagram mm-hmm. and I find that like currently a lot of brands are not willing to pay any money at all yeah and and the reality is that like you're saying obviously CEOs they're still getting paid like you're not struggling like I'm struggling oh, yeah. but yeah I'm still expected to create content for them at zero cost even though it it is costing me to basically to shoot to edit like it's costing me time that i I mean i could be sleeping and that but like they're still not willing to pay us anything right now yeah especially on the terms of editing and this was uh i guess this will piggyback off the rant that the the other three had (laughs) had experienced um as a as someone who does video editing and graphic design as well Mm-hmm. I don't think people understand how long and tedious of a process, just design in general. Design yeah. has a purpose, right? Design is meant to have a purpose in every aspect in life. So the mm-hmm. moment you tell me that you can do more work and earn more money, which is really just writing emails and signing s- signatures for you know clients and such, mm-hmm. the moment is I lose all respect for you. So mm-hmm. I don't understand how someone's going to come out and say, tell these people, especially essential workers, that mm-hmm. they don't, they're not deserving of you know more than 30 days of vacation yeah more than than $20 worth of pay because I'm not going outside to get sick how come these people are going out to work Mm -hmm. it just none of this makes any sense the system's like the system's broken so it's just to see to see that something so simple as a virus that we could have prevented a long time ago like Taiwan the only country that did that Mm -hmm. didn't squander their time uh, we would be in a better place, but it shows that even something as small as a virus shows how broken all these systems are. The systems that are supposed to keep us in a happy place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Ozzy, what do you think? How are you feeling about this this topic? Um, for me, I still work say part time hours mm-hmm. with my company, so I definitely find myself that I have to like find different resources to make an income, even when it's literally like like a struggle. So you find yourself like, I find myself creating more, trying to find like ways that I can put my content out there for it to reach like companies and like. Mm-hmm. And, and you teach, like you yeah. teach literally children. Yeah. And that's so important, especially now there's no one who's at school. And yet you're not, it's even, I think it's even more tiring. It is. It's really exhausting. And And then you're not even getting paid the same. Not, yeah, it's not the same amount because like not all parents want to 
send their kids into like Zoom, Zoom classes basically. Mm-hmm. And I mainly do French. So mm-hmm. the French students, they're like, they don't feel almost as though it's like, it's not necessary if I was to say that. Right. Or right. even like students feel as though um, the term is done. They basically are mm-hmm. passing. So like the hours are reduced, the employers are not increasing pay. So I can only mm-hmm. imagine like people who are definitely not doing anything what they're going through at the moment. Yeah, or even people who are literally lis- risking, risking their, their lives. Health and yeah. lives. Yeah. Yeah. Because we do have like, there are cases of like people who have like mm-hmm. risked their lives being out there and yeah. they just lost their lives. I don't know. It's tragic. It's crazy. Yeah. Aaron Levan, thoughts on these things? There's thoughts on staying relevant during COVID-19, just working during COVID-19 and what, and what that might mean, like the implications of that. I think it's just everyone adapting to, mm-hmm. you know, this virtual world that we live in. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to teach also. And then also, mm-hmm. I also taught, like, dance classes as well. And, like, the virtual world was something I hated most because teaching in general has to be a physical thing, right? It's more about the communication. And it's like, it's like that spiritual, like energy being like intertwined with each other. And the moment you take out that physical aspect, now it's just, I don't even know how you teach. How can you even teach dance online? I'm luckily blessed because like all the studios I teach at, like they have my back. And like the parents have my back too, right? So they're like, thank you for doing this because all they do is just sit at home, do nothing. Or it's like, you know, like with schools now, it's like, they're only getting like what, two hours of homework a week, right? And it's like, like they need something that's therapeutic for them to get that mindset out of there, right? So it's kind of trippy. It's like, luckily I'm able to like still teach my students because we've already created that relationship and understanding and the language behind dance. So our mindsets are always going to be the same. So it's easy for me to just talk to them and tell them what to do. And then boom, things get done easily. But if it's like a new student, I'm like, oh, this is going to be the hardest ride in life. Mm-hmm. A, you don't understand my language. B, you don't know who I am. Right. I'm just teaching a stranger. But yeah, luckily it's like, yeah, Zoom has been like definitely the biggest help. Like mm-hmm. trying to like keep that together and stuff. But yeah, it's. It's a struggle at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel that. good. Yeah, so uh, at, at my workplace, I work for TTC. I'm a subway driver. And um, they've released a, a, a statement last week regarding laying off 1,200 employees, which is unprecedented. <laughs> that, is, that hasn't happened. Ever. I think it hasn't happened. This is like the second time this ever happened. Don't call me on that, though. <laughs> but, yeah, um, basically, ridership went down around 85 to 90% since this whole thing went wow. down. I'm, I'm, I'm basically moving around homeless people. That's all I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know, and since the, since, uh, like, I think there was Whoa. a COVID outbreak at one of the shelters in the city. Oh, man. So, because of that, like, people, you know I mean, don't want to work at the shelters anymore. Some, mm-hmm. A couple of them had to close down because of it. Tell me what you told. Tell them what you told me. I only oh. heard. I only heard one of them closed down. I'm not, sh- and that was like two weeks ago. So I'm not sure if any more have closed down. But there has been an increased amount of homeless people in my wow. system. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm I'm basically moving them around. And how how do you protect yourself? Uh well, right now, um, I I live I I work in a closed cabin environment. So like as long yeah. as I'm in my cabin, I'm I'm pretty much safe. Um, and I have uh, the the workplace gives me like disinfectant and and yeah. wipes and such to clean my cabin and make sure um, I'm protected. And I'm also practicing social distancing as well. And also like there there isn't that much people on the line anymore. So like social distancing is 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 a bit of an easier approach for me. Yeah. But. Uh, and, and and they also just recently supplied us with masks as well. So mm-hmm. That's good. About time. It's a, it's yeah. it, it, it's a, it's been a battle to get those masks. To be honest with you, <laughs> <laughs> it crazy. took it took it took uh, uh, what was it about 
50 to 60 employees to refuse work under the Ministry of Labor to... to wait, 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 wait. They weren't even handing what? it out before. They weren't giving no. it to you, so you guys had to force it. It was a response. It was a, it was a response. It was a tip-for-tap. This whole thing was a tip-for-tap response. That's crazy. Wow. Basically, because the Toronto Public Health doesn't approve of the action of wearing masks at work, and this was a while ago, right? Before, um, what was it? What was her name? Tam? I, Tam, I yeah, Teresa Tam. Teresa Tam, Tam yeah. yeah. Before she released a statement saying the benefit of wearing a mask, right? Yeah. Before that time, Toronto Public Health didn't really advocate the use mm-hmm. of masks in the workplace. Oh, man. But uh, after that statement went out, and a, a, lot of other, um, a lot of other stuff going on at work, uh, like people have started to refuse to operate their vehicles mm-hmm. right and as a response to that right so it was you know i mean toronto public health said no but ttc is saying it's okay if you bring as long as you bring your own that was what the rule was mm-hmm. now since 50 some odd people refused work at yeah. one time yeah and all of a sudden they they just started they can provide yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? I think like as we're talking on on the news on like on American news, there's a there's there's a large discourse around um, COVID nineteen in the black community, right? And and so the black uh, in America are different, um, and Canada are different, right? But I don't know. Do you think there's any implications or any can or any are there any kind of things to think about? when thinking about black work and COVID-19? Is there anything to think about? Is there, any, is there any difference from other communities or is that mostly like an American thing in terms of like how COVID-19? No, this is, this is a human behavior. What do you think? This, yeah. this is a human behavior. I've noticed it in what several countries, not in, just, not just in the US, I've noticed this in several countries, this is a learned behavior. <clears throat> People do not want to deal with authority when shit hits the fan. So seeing protests, see, and this is from all, all backgrounds, doesn't matter. Even in black communities, when it comes to black work, I think many people in that community are doing way better, majority-wise. But when it comes to reactive, a reactive nature and how they deal with authority, many uh, communities that, you know, we see, I guess, on the news, if you will, as an example, are the same ones that come out and are doing these protests, wanting to go out, wanting to do these things. So they're not helping. They're not helping at all. I, I th- and I think this is not just isolated. This is just a learned behavior. This is something, and as I said, and Nilevan just described, we just, we're dealing with broken systems here, right? Mm-hmm. What you're describing is a learned behavior that came from a broken system. And now we're showing the face of a broken system. We don't know how to handle it. So we're just going to go out and protest okay. and talk about things that we have no idea what we're talking about. That's what I see. And that's, a, that's, that's just across the board, not just black alone. That's you. What do you think? About- um, I found that, like, for example, I, like, I watch a lot of, like, um, European and also, like, UK sort of, like, news. And if you've seen a lot more, like, people of color, black people, brown people have been at the forefront of, like, the healthcare workers in the NHS. And a lot of them ha- are actually the ones that have passed away mm-hmm. in comparison mm-hmm. Like counterparts and even um, like in Belgium there's a large like Congolese population and a lot of them are complaining over the fact that like nurses and like yeah, people like the, PSWs. the PSWs that are like are yeah, black and Africans are the ones that are being pushed to mm-hmm. sort of deal with COVID patients more yeah. so more than um, white nurses and white PSWs which is interesting because at the same time there's a disparity between um, access to health care mm-hmm. for black people and um, the black community in Europe has been hit a lot more than any other community like ever with really? so it's mm-hmm. it's quite scary per se like because you're seeing the same thing happening in the U.S. where there is like a large like people of color are struggling with surviving COVID. Now they're saying, "Oh, this is why you want immigrants." Yeah, like, they will do the hard. They will do the hard, hard work. Jobs. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, that's so, like so many cases of like the homes mm-hmm. all broke out there, and we saw on the news the other Filipino uh, uh, yeah. lady who passed away. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, like it's and a- when it comes to black people, and we have so much history and stuff where the healthcare is not reflecting. 
like they're not how much work they're putting exactly. for it's not the same one that they're receiving back for themselves all right mm -hmm. i feel that you know it's crazy i think like there is a huge like for black communities obviously like i can't even stress that yes like black communities are being affected by covid 19 disproportionately because of just like historical reasons that i can't even like i don't yeah. mm -hmm. no time for it to let like you know what mm -hmm. i mean mm -hmm. but also like in a larger like what you brought up like minority communities in general mm -hmm. like filipino communities black communities south asian communities that are mm -hmm. nurses bsws people that that have taken these jobs that have encouraged their their children to work in these industries to to kind of build uh um um to build a legacy in this mm -hmm. space are being pushed on the front lines and exactly. you know mm -hmm. and i find that so crazy because even my mom she's a nurse mm -hmm. and the the type of things like i when she comes home i'm i constantly pressure her to like to really push in to her directors and to the powers that be that are letting that are telling this 60 something year old woman to go to work every day and mm -hmm. and, and it's, it's one of those things where it's like she's like well i don't really want to like cause issues and mm -hmm. like, so you know what it is? I feel like what we kind of need to do, I think, as like the second generation of these older um, um, folk that are minorities that are being, that are disposable to some people, is begin to raise our voice. Because I feel like, even just from talking to my mom, the, the, the type of things that I hear, um, 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 these organizations that are run by the government, is run, even just elite band, the type of things that I hear um, are, are dismissive um, and aren't being told to the cinemas. Or, or aren't options that the guy that owns Cineplex has to sift through. And people yeah. say that right. because he, he's a millionaire and then he made something for himself. I get that, but he's, he's human like they are. So I think we need to, I don't know, there's something there. I know that in response to the, the layoffs that are happening in TTC, our, our junior staff is like talking to the union to give them options. Because they're, yeah. they're, they're on the table right now with the executive board and, mm. and discussing you know, they say 1200, but they don't know how or where this 1200 is going to come from. Right. Mm -hmm. So they're talking about um, one, one solution that's being pushed through is to allow um, people who have what, two years, three years left of until they're retired and, and give them that ability to retire with, with no penalties. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah that option is being put on the table as well. So it's kind of reducing the number a little bit, giving the opportunity for older staff to, to retire and, you know, be at home rather than be at work, you know, because there's a, there's like a, there's out of our staff, there's like a large number of them that are like between the ages of 50 to 70 years old. Yeah. More. Yeah. They're all at work, you know, it's crazy. That is so crazy. Um, Something else I kind of want to, or does anyone have any other opinions? Any thoughts? All right, cool. <laughs> Something else, uh, anything at all, like even about not related to this, because I know it's a very heavy topic. Anyone want to, like, everyone have any, because I'm about to kind of keep going. Now we're good? Okay. Oh, I, right. I actually like had that thought. I'm like, yeah. is anybody else like worried about the, how do you call it? Is it curb? Is it serb? Is it C E R B? I don't oh, know. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like, what, 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 like, what is the catch, and where is mm -hmm. all that money coming from? All right. So I can explain this because I actually okay. had to look into this and call my mother and make sure that she wasn't going to do it herself or my stepdad because my stepdad's not working for he hasn't worked for two months. Um, curb is basically something that's going to help you if you don't have money period if you have a job if you're working or if you're going through ei don't get it because they're going to expect you to pay it back it's, yeah. it's very it's pretty much it's pretty much the same aspect as telling landlords that yo you can't evict evict your tenants but uh go ahead and handle you know the little the little you know arguments that you're going to have we're talking about sir we're talking about serb yeah, no, I'm using that. Yeah, sir. But I'm using that as an example of how they're handling this. They're, they're saying that here, we're going to give you this, but the stipulations they, they give out isn't clear until you go through it. And then you got to, you got to pay it back. That's essentially what I'm reading through like all these people dealing with curb and dealing yeah. with EIA. Listen, there's another taxes on it. Yeah. yeah so you're getting taxed on it. You're not getting yeah. the entire 2000. Yeah. You're getting yeah. taxed on it too, which yeah. is hilarious yeah. because it's, it's, it's an emer it's literally called Canadian Emergency Relief Benefit. Mm -hmm. What? 
Yeah. You're taxing a relief benefit? Yeah. I know. It's I, in the I, title. Yo, that's <laughs> a mix up. Yo, for real? It's in the goddamn that title. Mi- yo, don't, that's don't, so mix don't up. do that, man. <laughs> that is so mix up. That's oh my god. Nice. Anyway, so yeah, if if you literally have nothing, then you can you can actually benefit from it. But that's if you have nothing and you need it. Then and only then will they give you it for free. Outside of that, be very you, careful on what you say. It's crazy. Yeah. Like you can get taxed on it. Anybody can apply to it, like anybody, right? Mm-hmm. And even in some cases, people like I know people that have applied for EI instead got this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy. So there's almost like they're not monitoring it. It's just like if you apply yeah. for it, you get it, and then there's a catch at the end. No one is thinking oh. about the tax. Oh, he's, he's trying to go for EI. Let's give him curb. He's gonna pay us back. That's, yeah, that's exactly. wild. Yeah. That's, that's, the, that's wild. Because I know. Like, because I know some people that they actually took back the EI and replaced yeah, they did. They with Curve. Be like, listen, I'm going to give you this two Gs right now, right? <laughs> and then by next year, you better give that back to me. If you know that credit score. For them to make the money back. Because mm-hmm. it's a lot of money. I don't know where they're getting it from. It's either going to be like, oh, it's just numbers in your account and really there's nothing in it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, there's going to be a catch somewhere. There has like, to be. How even are you this time? Even the one for students, like I'm like, yeah, that's on top of everyone else. I'm just I'll, like, I'll give you, I'll give you guys, I'll give you guys a, a an example. The U.S. inject the Feds injected from the Treasury 1.5 trillion dollars into the market. I'm sure, many of you heard of that. And then literally within one hour, the entire market dropped even twice as hard. And what was hilarious is that. Someone did the math that I know in the States, and they're like, everyone could have received $4,500 and injected it into the GDP alone as consumers. Mm-hmm. That would have helped the market by itself. Mm-hmm. So uh, the same thing here. Like, what was the purpose of sending out benefits if we're going to be paying it back? This country exactly. knows we're just borrowing, 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 and then expecting future generations to pay it off. Meanwhile, yeah. they're selling like, Is the economy going to be okay no. by the time no. we no. have to start paying it back? Like... So many people have lost their jobs. So many companies have shut down. Like businesses are businesses, shut down and yeah. they won't be open when this is back. Like no, forever. Yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. expecting people to find this money from where? Oh, yeah. And to be honest, as like minority workers, like my question is, will I have a job? Some people ask other questions like, oh, like what will things be like? I'm like, will I be working? Like, like, and I feel it's one of those things where it's like, I talk to other people and their insights are, or their fears are a little different. And I talked to a lot of minorities and we're just like, will I be able to be in my industry? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exist still, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. um, it's not just a minority problem. I think there's business owners that like have issues too and other people that aren't like minorities that have issues. But I think like, there's like, there's a different feeling and, like, mm-hmm. amongst our challenges with this. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, I'm not sure how to address, um, but yeah, no, that's interesting. That's interesting. The Serb thing is going to be an interesting situation in terms of mm-hmm. in terms of what happens in the future with it. Or just yeah. I was actually trying to move before all this happened, too. <laughs> sorry. Oh, so, yeah, like, no, sorry. Here, you're going to start using your bonus to, to stay alive, not to move. Thank you. I appreciate sure. that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hey, guys. I got to go. I got to teach Aaron, in class thank right you. now. But peace yes. and love to yes, everyone. Yes, Aaron. Be well. Please stay bro. safe. Yes, I'll see you, man. See ya. Okay, so another piece I kind of wanted to, to bring up, I was reading another article um, about uh, creatives bringing hope to, uh, to spaces, right? So creative COVID-19 are doing a lot of really amazing things to like bring hope and, and, and joy to the world. Um, something problematic about that article was like, okay, so what are we doing for them? Like, are they homeless just on their guitar on live? Like, are we- <laughs> like what do we do? So, what do you think, like, as, like, fashion bloggers, or just even as, like, um, Elias, like, as a designer, like, what do you think about that? Like, about creatives being this new source of, like, joy to get through it and, like, maybe not receiving that back. Like, what do you think about that? Like, I'm, sorry, I'm personally expected to continue to post, yeah. to continue to be on there, to be hilarious, to distract mm-hmm. people. Yeah. But at the same time, in order for me to get content to post, I basically have to make deals with brands that I'm basically giving them free, um, like, 
content promo, yeah. free promo and because my people who follow me are not necessarily going to see me not post for two months and think oh that's fine that's okay yeah. like because already right. it's seen as entertainment right so right. no matter what i'm still expected to create something and i don't mind because i understand that i mean most people like the only thing they're doing is literally going on their phones yeah. so it feels like it's a perfect time and there's a lot of people who are obviously preaching the idea that this is a perfect time to like start your business, online and yeah. start your business and i'm like that's all fine like it's fine however like there is no one who is willing to give any money for like to any to anyone right like i'm 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 investing in myself i'm investing in different like products and tools and all that out of my own like pocket yeah mm. because i'm I'm like my goal is is to bring positivity to my platform. However, like it is costing me, and it's just I don't know. And I've seen like people do lives and stuff, but you're not going to make to do lives for two months. Yeah, you know what I mean, right, right. As content creators who are mainly doing like beauty and fashion, mm-hmm. like you, you're always trying to find new ways to inspire people to like. Mm-hmm bring i don't know bring the and and the reality is like a lot of like companies are still releasing every day there's a sale yeah no like for who there's a sale and there's like like like, i I don't (laughs) understand and people are like oh can you please like review this i'm like with what money exactly (laughs) (laughs) like it's like you're not even getting Yo. like it's crazy how you're doing all this stuff for free though you know yeah <laughs> yeah and i have to spend money because it's like oh i want to see this i want to see it i'm like okay and then you want <laughs> a um message of hope I'm like yes. yes i can give you that but also but low-key i'm hopeless like what are we gonna do <laughs> no, that's, so, that's what it is <laughs> See, that's what it is right can I get some like, hope please like elias is gone <laughs> elias left he's out like you know what i mean and that yeah. like ah man because you want because they because you want the person to go on live and sing you a song like yeah, yeah. the world yeah so if you do that you get clowned for it too yeah <laughs> you get clowned out people clown you up and people say oh why is everyone on live why is everyone live? it's like yo there's a pandemic. Mans can't go outside. I can't put on my live. What's wrong with you? What happened to you? Yeah. <laughs> so nothing. Anyways. Yeah, like someone like Ari Lennox, who is always on live, but she gets insulted for yeah. being mm-hmm. on live and entertaining people. Like, it's just... It's great. It. I don't know. The internet's so a much place. And there's like almost... Like, it's the same people that you're trying to pour into. Yeah. That will literally drain you at the same time because i think there is an entitlement to creatives to that people have for creatives where you're entitled to what to my creation yeah right like you're entitled to me creating you're entitled to me making you feel this joy and it's like and regardless of how you may be feeling because no one knows how much money i'm making no one knows that and what you know is whether i didn't sing or i sang yeah <laughs> that's facts no that's facts i feel oh that's such a strong point like man i could elias no case i don't know we were talking about do you remember what we talked about because yeah had- I, I i left after that that uh you couldn't that, really that, yeah that was that should fuck me up i'm sorry yeah, uh and then i went to go i went to put up so eggs because i gotta break uh, break fast soon uh anyway yeah <laughs> like that's crazy. You know what? I think it's wild. I really hope that co- like the collective consciousness on the internet can come together and realize that, hey, like we should be a bit more understanding and even a bit more generous to our creatives mm-hmm. today, giving us things to look at, to laugh at, to sing to. I think that's like, I don't know how there, there, there's ways to do that, but I hope there's like an easy way to do that. Mm-hmm. Because it it's 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 wild. Like oh like like Lou, like you're look, I'm every day Lou's out here flexing fashion, <laughs> letting us flexing up, and you're like posing up, I'm well hopeless, well posed. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, post up like I don't know if I'm gonna be alive, like but I'm, you know what I mean? 
Yeah. That's crazy. Like, that's a dark reality. That's wild. What do you think wild. about it? You know, like, man, that's crazy. Because your page constantly has to, like, at peace or, like, relieve mm. some yeah. like, the stress. Like, and it's good. Like, we're trying to bring yeah. goodness and positivity and ensuring that people feel some type of way when they look at our pages. And at the same right. time, like, you have to care for yourself as well yeah as a yeah. creative when you have such almost a bri- like a big responsibility yeah because people want banter they want banter every single day even when you why do you feel- think twitter is always on on some next level drama every day yeah that's so true because yeah, people want people want that and yeah. it's like like what can you do mm-hmm. yeah twitter's look sometimes twitter i'd be like I be feeling no. I be feeling so clever on Twitter. Like I just started going back on it, but I kind of, mm-hmm. I kind of leave my my name kind of. I don't want people to kind of know. Mm-hmm. I just be saying things on Twitter and bantering it up and having fun and like it's true. Like it's a form of entertainment. But yeah, I think we need to be, be. And then like, we feel like a consumer. I remember when I worked at the Gap and a few Karens would pull up and want and then want to start issues. You know what I mean? About, oh, privilege. About their pants and thing because of like because about like some pants they bought they want to do a return and thing and whatever whatever man my man had to deal with a complaint they thought they had ownership ha huh? they they thought they had ownership over this product and didn't really care about the person that was selling it to them or or the company it was more so like you produce for me i take i yeah right? and i think the same thing's happening with our creatives online and it's kind of messed up yeah like i've gotten messages of people being like hey you haven't posted on youtube for a month like what's up with that and for that month i had injured my foot and i couldn't walk so then literally it was like you yet you felt like i'm pissing you off because i'm not posting even though i was literally sick and you didn't care for that right oh my gosh that's crazy you know, and like not even you haven't even risen to the point that there's like a global pandemic, pandemic, mm-hmm. not, which has not happened for like a, a about a century. But no, you need me to to put on a good shirt so you know how to look half good. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> look, right? You found that one. That was that was a hot word. Hey. But, like, <laughs> but like, it's just crazy. Like that's yeah. that's wild to hear. That's wild to hear. Elliot, sorry. sorry. You, do you have your yeah? No, no, it's okay. Uh, I mean, it's again like a, like I said before, it's a learned behavior, right? You you yeah. teach people to be enlightened, uh, not sorry, enlightened, to be entitled, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know if they stay that route for God knows how many years, you think it's yeah. going to change? Yeah, I'm not surprised. That's I and that's bullshit. I, I feel terrible that that person said that, mm-hmm. but I'm not surprised. Um, I've seen creatives on Twitter, right? Um, right, where I've had to actually like let people know, hey guys. Seriously, pay artists, pay people who create, pay people who design. Right, They're right, putting right. way more time. You're asking $5 for a banner. Like, come on, that's, that's ridiculous. Like these people, yeah. that, that's a lot of money, just mm-hmm. for time yeah. and effort, right? So yeah. I'm not surprised people feel entitled. I'm, I'm surprised that a learned behavior has gone this far on, mm-hmm. all right? That now during a pandemic, we're seeing, again, something that's broken. Yeah. <laughs> this virus is exposing it literally everything. Everyone. Yo, everyone's everyone getting put on blast. But yeah, continue, yeah, sorry. Exactly. Sorry, all continue. things are embedded in people. Yeah. Deep in their characters are just coming out. And it's the same entitlement that's required. That's asking for everything to open up because you want a haircut. And that's, you want your nails done. Right. That's, it's, do you want to go back to work or do you want to look good? Like, yeah, you want Listen, I don't yeah. when I'm dead, okay? Like, because it's like you don't yeah. want to go back to work, they don't like, to work. you want someone you want else, barber to open you want up someone so else to go. go back to work so that you can get a service, like, exactly. Boom. You want, like exactly. All you can get sushi to open up so you can have your sushi and you go back home, yeah, you don't so, want to work. That, it's the same uh, thing. We're just uh, trying to like please ourselves, like, yeah. yo, let me add to that, let me add to that, those protests. What I find hilarious about them is these people are coming out of nowhere with the Confederate flag. I'm like, I thought that flag was a part of your history. When does your history have to do, uh, what does your history have anything to do with COVID? Yeah. Is the Spanish flu? Is each star like representative of your DNA? Are you going to survive this virus? Like, I, you got to <laughs> give me the secret to this. Why is that Elias, flag there? Elias, I think at some point, like, they probably thought COVID was an actual person. <laughs> You know? Yo, and they thought that we were who who are we going to war Sorry, with right what? now? 
Yo, the I, don't, amount I don't of, get it. I don't get it. The amount of COVID is domestic threats. <laughs> oh, oh, so wait, can we call that domestic terrorism? If COVID was a person, why not? If COVID's a, hey, let's go. All right. All right. Yo, the let's amount of foolishness that I've seen online out of those protests, I can't even, I'm not ready. I don't want to, I want to quickly swing back to what you said about the service thing. I'm a for OZ, when you, like, like you, you want a service. You want to be able to, obviously people want to be able to like go and work and live, yeah. obviously. But there's people that are kind of wanting to go back so they could go to a restaurant to sit down. Yeah. But yeah. not so they could go and pay the person by making the meal for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's, that's an important distinction that we need to raise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no, that was good. Yeah, cause, cause, and for me, it's like the craziest thing. I'm like, I'm seeing people protesting at hospitals. Like, who in their right mind yeah, is protesting at a hospital? So like, you're Michigan. stopping a nurses from going to work, and you're holding a sign saying, what "I want to get my hair done." Like, what, what sense is that? What? Wait, Michigan had people uh, are protesting at hospitals. Michigan yes. had a roadblock. Michigan had a roadblock for nurses that both work from Detroit and Windsor, and there's about like thousands of nurses that had to be like dealing with this shit they couldn't get into work right away yeah. what yeah what? No, this is in michigan this was in Kentucky. this was in like california this was in bc here. this was in windsor this was bro these protests How? are everywhere How? everywhere that's what i'm saying everyone's How? the same everyone's acting the same way unless you're working which the majority is minorities dealing with this bullshit as we brought mm-hmm. up earlier Mm-hmm. Everyone's out on the street protesting for the dumbest reasons. I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, you go back home, you're possibly gonna get your parents killed. Because Kentucky, one of the biggest states to come out right away with those protests, the next day, 693 people got infected. Mm-hmm. 24 hour difference. Imagine. Just like those uh, spring breakers. Yeah, imagine, right? Like, can you? What is what? You just told well, me. The people, people at the beach. Yo, the beach. The people at the beach was crazy. The beach is another thing. The beach, I don't even know what to say about. I want to go to the beach because a lot of people don't want to. Because even like I was telling my sister, it's interesting how this is and like it's all mixed up with like politics where people are like, Mm -hmm. it's my right, my body to decide when I die, and I'm like, fam, fam. Let me tell you something. (laughs) Let me like I don't know. Man, I'm like, no, I, I, that's all good and that's fine. However, you can infect other people who don't want to, that didn't want to die. It's a like, sad, it's a sad thing, you know, because like Trump is taking advantage of the minds of these people by telling them, you know, it, it, a little bit of Clorox in your mouth and it's all good. Did you guys hear about the nurse that that injected bleach into like the oh, I'm out. Bye. <laughs> 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 hey, this is gonna work, right? Sorry, sorry, you you cut out like five minutes, so can you repeat that whole like first two, you know? I don't know what did I say? Five minutes? Yeah. Five minutes. No, bro. Yeah, five minutes is gone, bro. I'm sorry. Five minutes is okay. gone. But look, I don't know. I I can't tell anymore because like everything kind of got blurred after you said that to me. I kind of like my mind is just. Yo, I don't even know what you. Can you repeat that one more time with the yeah, uh, foolishness? Just no, say that. One. About some like after obviously the presidential address that's discussing the <laughs> of of bleach and um products that you know. That should help because they can get rid of the virus. Like where there's apparently some nurse went and injected uh, bleach into like five patients. And um, in a lot of states, they had an increase in poison. Um, in like what's what are they called? The it's whoever you call when there's poison around from people injecting. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, the poison control bleach. people. Yes, yeah. poison yeah. control. Yeah, that because yeah. people have been actually doing it. And I'm like, wow. It's the same person who would go to the beach that would do that. That would do that. It's the same person. It's the same, <laughs> the same person. A haircut. It's a desperate yeah. people, you know. Desperate people, desperate times. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm done, yo. I, you know what? I think this, like, there's, there's a lot of cool things that like rose in this quarantine. So I got to do a lot of self reflection. Got to talk to a lot of you know good old friends. I got to like, you know, really come to conclusions about my life. But I've also to realize the world collectively, you know, we aren't the smartest organ. No. We're not, you know, 
we have a lot of heart, but not a lot of mind. Like this. <laughs> <laughs> just simply auntie whatsapp don't pull WhatsApp, people on blast like that <laughs> auntie whatsapp should tell you that all the for aunties free. on whatsapp they're just no. like moving look. mad look. auntie whatsapp is just mad it's mad it's mad <laughs> i didn't know onions were such a cure i didn't know but apparently oh, let me tell you how my mom wrapped up onions and i'm like <laughs> No, I said hold. I'm like, I look. <laughs> I actually, I actually got into an look, argument with my mom okay. about this bullshit. I'm not to be honest, and I'll see. I was talking to somebody else. Someone needs to monitor the boomer WhatsApp space. There's something happening. There's something happening. Yeah. And it's something like we knew about this for a while because you know your aunties and your your parents would be sending. Yeah. Their, what did I say? Ten years videos. ago. You know, pass it on and pray videos and things. Ten years. You know? For, wait, hold up. You're asking for five minutes, now ten years of recollection? Yeah. What is wrong yeah. with you, man? Yeah. I'm, I'm that nigga. Yeah. The five minutes, I'll scramble because of what she said with the whole nice shit. That, that actually, I can't, I couldn't believe it. But anyway, look. Listen. Look, I, I, there was a reason why I told you I ain't trying to get my mom to learn all that, you know, social media apps and stuff like that. This yeah. is why. I actually had an <laughs> argument with her. No, because Lee Ban actually knows. I don't know how many times I've told him, yo, I can't teach my mom this shit. I can't teach my mom this shit. I can't teach my mom. Like, I'm not joking. I was in an argument for an hour and a half at 7 in the morning because she sent me an article. Sorry, two videos about a doctor. What's his name again? Basically, he, he misdiagnosed a patient. And she had a she had a psychological not psychological a neurological disorder, but he convinced her that it was the flu vaccine. This is the same doctor who had treated patients that had cancer and some other types of illnesses with different alternative me methods. Although he was part of a medical board out in North Carolina, so he actually had two lawsuits against him. All kinds of bullshit. He was reprimanded, but he wasn't stopped to practice. So this guy now has a YouTube channel has hundreds of thousands of videos talking about all kinds of bullshit and he's one of the main people from that field i say field like this that's yeah. going out telling people that covid's man-made this is a person in the medical field telling us that an animal transmitted human virus is man-made and my mom and shared that, that stuff with is me. being shared that's what i'm saying my mom shared that with me and i gave her everything the day i found out literally in january in January, mm -hmm. this is before Canada even acted. Mm -hmm. I told her about this and she took all the information. I was like, all right, cool. Now I'm getting this. I get into an argument with her and she tells me, why can't uh, I have this, that, and the third? <laughs> what? So you, can't fear you can't win, y'all. You can't win. You can't win. Yo, you can't like, win. And my mom is right new at the border. And honestly, because right. for, for us, it's like, even if I'm coming with like facts that yeah, yeah. you, and I'm presenting to you, I'm like, this is exactly why what you're telling me right now is nonsense. Yeah. And the next video will erase any sense that was brought. <laughs> Tell me how like, one of the dumbest things that ever came out, out of this WhatsApp thing is, oh, like, what is it? Putting a hair in water? Like, Auntie Christian WhatsApp. Oh. Like Christian what Auntie Christian oh. African Auntie Christian WhatsApp oh. is a new They're like no, finding no. Bible verses that talk about hair and you put a hair in water. I'm like, sis, you're practicing voodoo. Like this is not like, <laughs> it's not like church of COVID. No. You're about what? to send Elias back into the Stone Ages of that. <laughs> My goodness. What? You know what? I don't know. I think we've got to protect our protect our elders. I know. And make sure they're both they're both safe offline and online. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think that's our role here. It's tough, yeah. tough because like you don't know, man. Like, it's a lot. It's a lot of information to take in. You know, imagine being offline for so long, and then suddenly you're just you're just in your house, and then all of a sudden you're being taught how to use Twitter. What doctor who spends hundreds of thousands of dollars in a, a research Whoa. lab decides to go, I'm going to make a YouTube video. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. They don't got no time. Whoa. <laughs>
The boomer, whoa. Yo, you just took the you took the conversation to another space and place. The boomer, I sent that info to my sister WhatsApp, and I was like, this guy's a Please help my mom. Yo. Yo, honestly. All the lies they're all creating. Like, they're creating content. They're busy. They're... They have to keep active. Yo. Yeah. Yeah. Underappreciated creatives. <laughs> the worst is how they started off. I got some big news. I got the camera like this. I got some big news. It's gonna yeah. happen. I got this this podcast going on. It's gonna all it's gonna all come down in the next twenty four hours. I got this great scientist blah blah blah. Like, genres of information being passed around. Oh, it's the end of the world. The the sun is going to blow up. I'm like, who told you this? Five G. Five G. Oh, like, 5G. Here's, oh I'm goodness. gonna break that. Tell this to anyone that says this, please, 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 please. If 5G is the main reason why COVID exists, how come I'm not seeing it in Ethiopia as big as the United States? Go oh, fuck yourself. That's what I would. Think. 5G. I'm it's exhausted. Like, it's it's only two countries. <laughs> it's, I'm it's only two countries. I'm tired. <laughs> Yeah, this conversation was, I think, I've been rolling a ride, you know? I'm so happy I brought you guys on. Like, y'all gotta come back. You have to, this is not the last time we talked to you. Yes. Hilarious. Oh, my God. But yeah, honestly, thank you. Uh, this thank was you for having us. Yeah. episode of Quarantakes, a, a very dope episode. Uh, we had Ozzy and Lou pulled up to the pod. Yes. Yes. Yes, and we'll see y'all next.